Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Clear Industries, in association with Rhinestone Radio Podcasts, is proud to present Old Hollywood Realness. Brought to you in vibrant podcastoscope for your listening pleasure. Join your hosts Kathleen Null and Philip Estrada as they recap Hollywood's dazzling darlings one film at a time. And now, please sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. goodness um how you doing kathleen i am great philip how are you i'm good i'm a little tired i was you know woke up early today but say lovey yep you know. i hear ya. Yep. <laughs> saturday waking up early because we're old <laughs> and it screws up the week if we sleep in too much i know welcome back to old hollywood anyway. realness <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. This is the podcast where we celebrate all the glitz and glamour of Tinseltown's golden era. Um, I'm Philip Estrada. And I'm Kathleen Nall. And I just popped open a Coke. Hell yeah. (laughs) Just because I I tired. (laughs) But but in a good way. Okay. Well, um, it's good to see you. It's good to be back. Um, It's good to see you, too. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? You're looking very smashing, not that anyone can see, and your wonderful tank top. That's really amazing. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I love it. Did you make that? I did. It's got Sailor Moon on it. It's got a placement print (laughs) of Sailor Moon on it. It's pretty dope. Oh, my God. It's like you're wearing a waifu pillow. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. Um... I wore it to the gym this morning, and I have not changed. <laughs> well, you can do that when you're all alone. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Got the week, the house to myself this weekend. <laughs> no My, pants. No seat pants. up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I ordered a bunch of sequins from China, and they arrived. So I'm breaking them. Uh, yeah, so I'm breaking them into tiny, into quarter pound bags, and gonna sell them on the black market. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Look at you, hashtag boss bay. Hashtag boss bay. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag PM me for details. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hun. <laughs> Anywho, we're not here to talk about my sequin empire. We're actually here to talk about a glamorous movie. Um, oh my god! Yes. I, no. Well. This one has a little bit of a background because we are marching into fashion week. Mm-hmm. So we felt that we had to do a fashion themed movie because um, Paris fashion week has happened. Italian fashion week happened. And next week is going to be New York fashion week. So we're watching the movie Roberta from 1935. <laughs> That's Arc- right. It's an RKL radio picture. And, and another Fred and Ginger classic. Yes, ma'am, it is. We got Irene Dunn starring as Stephanie. We got Fred Astaire as Huck Haynes. Ginger Rogers as Lizzie Gatz, a.k.a. Tanka Sharwenka. Which <laughs> I just noticed how odd that name is and a little funny. Um, <laughs> Mr. Randall Scott as John Kent. Helen Wesley as Aunt Minnie, um, a.k.a. Roberta. And then we got Claire Dodd as Sophie Teal. And then rounding out the cast is Victor Varconi as Prince Ladislaw. 
Who else have we got? Anybody good? No, nope, they're all pretty much the same. Okay, so the directed by um the director of this movie is William S. Siter, and the costumes are by one Mr. Bernard Newman, who is credited oh my with God. Doing all of the gowns. Where has he been all my life? I gowns, mean, well, gowns, 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 gowns. <laughs> this movie is straight up gowns, gowns, gowns. So oh which God. I can't even handle it. Uh, so. Uh, Let's see. So Bernard Newman, actually, he did uh, follow the fleet, too, which we mm-hmm. did during our Sexy Sailor Summer series, if you remember. Right. Um, so he's, you know, he's he's apparently worked a lot with RKO. He was a designer in Hollywood from 38 to 48, or 33 to 48, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and mostly at RKO and then at um, uh, Paramount Pictures and Columbia. So um, he was working mostly with um, most famously working with um, Fred and Ginger and then after mm-hmm. his time in Hollywood he went to New York City and was the he- um, lead designer for Bergdorf Goodman's maybe you've heard of it yes Yes, which is quite the store if you've ever been. So next time you're in NYC, anybody just waltz on in there and act like you have a <laughs> fuck ton of money because it is fun to just yep. wander around that store. <laughs> quite the accomplished it. man. Um, yeah. yeah, and really, really like a designer to the stars. I mean, he was brought on by Irene Dunn. So he was already uh, sort of uh, like chummy and and uh, was known for doing these like personal trousseaus i guess for the stars and for (laughs) rich ladies (laughs) rich lady rags (laughs) hey these togs i wear them when i don't care what this old thing (laughs) oh good times we Uh, digress why why couldn't i be a rich old lady in the 40s A rich white. Oh, that would be the the best. I know. Well, yes. Maybe. I don't know. With a little fuck you purse dog. Oh, you could do that right now. Shit, I live around all those bitches. Are you kidding? (laughs) Last time I got my nails done, I heard I found out about the Newport special. That's a thing. Yes, it's getting getting your it's getting your nails cut very short and then a nude do the nude nail. Very short. It's a Newport special. There you Rich go. lady nail. Mm-hmm. Rich lady nail. Duly noted. <laughs> Write that one down. So Kathleen, what's well, what is your history besides nails? What is your history <laughs> with this film? Um, I not not any. I, I didn't really I knew nothing about it until we uh, researched and decided to do it for this movie. Um, probably the closest I got to it was when I was watching it. I kept thinking of when we were watching that Slippers documentary about, and I kept thinking of Kent Warner. And mm. because they talked about like how he was seeing the clothes of like Fred and Ginger wore like as rags and like getting cut up oh, to be as rags or like rotting on the, on the hangers. And I just kept looking, like looking at what Ginger Rogers was wearing. And I was like, this was, 40 years later was deteriorating on a hanger somewhere <laughs> like and it's just crazy Aww. but anyway that's kind of dark but no I didn't really have a lot of <laughs> any history with this movie but I loved it I thought it was so good and really immersive and I'll probably wa- I will watch it again for sure uh, yeah I mean, the looks it far exceeded my expectations I'll the looks it is oh, opulent I mean, gowns, <laughs> I mean gowns, really was uh, like it was like a quarter of a million dollars in the depression era so it quite literally was opulence <laughs> i mean that's pretty crazy um yeah. that's that yeah i'm glad you enjoyed it 
I did too. What about you? What's your history with it? Um, so I had caught this movie once before on TCM. I can't remember exactly when though, but it might have been even just streaming. I might have saw it on like their feed or something when they were um, yeah. and watched it, and I was just like, okay. I mean, I do love the idea of an American football player inheriting a fashion house from a, an American woman, and I also love the idea of an American woman going over to Paris and yes. opening up a fashion house, which I'm just like, I don't think the Parisians would appreciate that. This <laughs> is a full in the 40s. fantasy movie yes. when it comes to fashion in Especially every Especially in way. 1935. Yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. But, it would um, be, it's hilarious even now. Don't get me wrong. We would love to infiltrate. But yeah. it just doesn't happen. I know. Yes. It's only recently has American people even started um, being able to design, you know, heading houses that already exist, let alone right. going over exactly. to Paris and just starting a house. So it's, it's fun to it's fun to imagine that this could ever happen. <laughs> this was full fantasy. Yes. Down to the, like, let's remake a whole new thing in a week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love that. It's uh, like, let's do a fashion show in a uh, week. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh, yeah, that's how it works. No, we haven't yeah. been. Fashion shows don't start planning immediately after the first one stops. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it was, it, it's so, yeah. And I thought that this would be a natural fit since we're coming up on Fashion Week. That, of course, For we have sure. to do a fashion movie. Fashion, darling. Walk down the runway and turn left and then turn right. Pout. <laughs> photos and such. You know, all that shit. <laughs> it's good times. Um, goodness gracious. So did you have much to, I mean, it's interesting because there wasn't much I couldn't find much on Bernard Newman outside of just his kind of like working for Bergdorf Goodman. Did you have yeah. anything outside? Anything uh, else? Well, that just that he had he he got brought on to RKO by Irene Dunn. Like he had already at that point was I think oh, he, right. he already was a Bergdorf Goodman, and so he was mm. brought on as um, because he was already currently doing like regular modern day wardrobes for um, well for her and for other actresses as well. And um, she uh, she uh, sorry. Uh, he ended up becoming, um, I was reading a little bit like snippets of the Ginger Rogers memoirs, which I would really love to read the entire book, like even just in reading a little bits, but this was her favorite designer. And um, yes. And uh, the, it turns out that the gold dress that she, um, she's wearing one of the, one of the many amazing looks in here was actually her own personal dress, like from her wardrobe that he had designed for her. And so that was the first time she even cites it in her memoirs. Like that was the first time that had really been done where she took her own personal, it was her own personal dress. Right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, but, but that, um, that was, that was pretty much, and that he, um, I was also kind of reading that he, um, he did like like 20 movies in two years at RKO. Like he kind of burned oh, out Jesus. fast and like ended up going back I... to New York. So it was sort of like a, a back and forth thing for him. Um, huh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, but yeah, he did a lot of key movies. I mean, just even looking at his filmography, like it's, it's interesting because, you know, we, and we've talked about this before, like we don't really know of him like, like Adrian or an Edith head, right. but these were people who fucking worked and did yeah. amazing work. And, um, and unfortunately, uh, he, he also did it at a time when there were no, there was no best costumes for, you know, Oscars for best costume. There wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of recognition for so much of this work. And because of that, um, it's either gotten lost to the ages or um, like posthumously uh, people have been given awards. It looks like he got one in, in 2007 from, I think like the, like, uh, like costumers guild or something like that. Oh, like, so wonderful. he has been acknowledged. Yeah. yeah he, so he has his work as uh, has been acknowledged more now than that, you know, and appreciated. 
um, which I think that's kind of happening more too. We're like, uh, just like us, like we'd rediscover these people and, you know, and, and, uh, and they, because their work is amazing, but they, they, they're getting lost. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then oh, let's see, I've had something, um, yeah, but apparently, uh, just what what I had read was that uh, Ginger Rogers absolutely loved her costumes, and she she said she had the time of her life making this movie. And I personally think it shows. Oh uh, the my dance God. numbers she does with Fred are just amazing, and the number she does where she's wearing the black dress, she and she uh. talks about that like to this day. That was one of her favorite. Like for for pe- people talked about that dress forever. Um, she said that. Um, uh, that, yeah, that was the, the the gold outfit was the very the very first time she ever wore a personal dress in a motion picture, and it was for, probably because it was because uh, Barnard Newman had designed it designed it for her, and um, for the smoke gets in your eyes number he created a long black satin dress with a wonderful piece of faux jewelry on the chest. Men always commented on that gown. Indeed, I never met a man who didn't like that dress. Quote from Ginger Rogers. But I loved it. Oh, my this God. This brooch, it's right next to my bosoms. I know. Did you notice right? my bosoms? <laughs> oh, but it just, I mean, it is, that is a dancer's dress. It is I, so yes, beautiful. She looks so free and it's so fluid mm, and, and just. Liquid. Uh, that thing looks like she's liquid. poured. I mean, that thing looks like and it was she looks poured comfortable. Onto her. Like she's yeah. not like, you know, sausaged into anything. There's not tons of fluffy feathers or anything really obstructing her. She's just, and she's picks, the way she picks it up and just plays with it when she's, she's dancing, you're like, I want one. <laughs> I yes. want one so bad. Yes. So. That was such a beautiful look. I, and, of course, she comes out such first in that giant opulent fur. And she's just like, fu- she's opulent. just got that giant oh my God. fur. And you're like, oh. Well, oh. I even actually made it out. I was like, when we first meet Ginger Rogers, she's a fucking bitch. And <laughs> because I am she's a, like, <laughs> I was shook when I shook. saw that. <laughs> I was shook. Because <laughs> I don't, I'm just like, I've never seen her be mean, really. Yeah, me too, know? yeah. It was very funny. To, <laughs> it was it upsetting. Was, such a um, such an odd turn for her, and you're just like, oh, I don't know about this, and then you're like, I'm kind of on board for it. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of nice to see her like kicking ass. Oh my god, and being just like a straight up see you next Tuesday. I know, but she was like doing the whole like I'm a huge phony and I'm a fucking bitch. Yes. <laughs> God, I loved it. And I loved her first outfit, too, where she's, like, in, like, that suit with the fur on it. And you're just like, oh, girl, you look so amazing. Yes. And oh, my God. That's Ugh, her, that hat. Her evening dresses are amazing, but her day looks, I mean, I mean they, yeah. they are showstoppers. I know. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up, because she is bringing the looks. I mean. So ugh. much looks. And I just love how she's just completely covered, like, in that one out. She's got the gloves everything it's just Mm -hmm. oh so good god that oh my god and that but that gold number though when she's singing i won't dance with him and she's just like it's got all the fringe and she's like dancing and then he stops singing and she's still going i'm just like i want her to be my mom she's our best friend like i want everything she's so she's just everything in this movie Isn't it interesting? Because that, like, it's a black and white movie. But when she came on there, I was like, that dress is gold. Like, I just you knew. Could, it was yeah, like, it's got to be. And then I, when I looked at it, I was like, yep, gold dress. Like, you can just, <laughs> yeah. And those long, dangling bugle beads. Uh, oh, my God. Get out of here. I mean, how is that not, like, Liberace inspiration? Like, how did that not, in- <laughs> like, inspire Liberace? Like, it totally I mean, has that flair to it. I just know? love that every woman, every woman in old Hollywood has inspired Liberace. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes. you know the story that his, of his giant fur coat that goes across 
across the entire stage. Mm-hmm. It's like inspired. It was he he brought in a photo of Marlena Dietrich to his furrier furrier and said, "I want wow. this," and she was like, "Okie dokie." It's like God. like he's like, "Make me look like Le- Marlena Dietrich," and she's like, "I got you, fam." <laughs> she's, <laughs> like, <laughs> she's, like, she's like, "Sure, y'all queen." <laughs> Well, from what I understood, he always paid everybody very generously. One oh, thing yeah, about yeah. Liberace is that you never heard about him skirting his bills. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'm sure that everyone who was involved, like, uh, to be to have been at, at a time where we could have been making clothes for Liberace, like that uh, could have been your full time job. My God. Well, we'll just have to. We'll just have With to benefits. Live, uh, <laughs> yes. We'll have to live uh, vicariously through other people because you know, exactly. I know people who made costumes for Liberace, so you know. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Interview them. Hintity, hint, hint. <laughs> oh, my God. Interview them. Yes. Um, oh, my God. So there's so much. I mean, there's just so many looks in this movie to talk about. I mean, did you want to just get into the story? Was there? Sure. Oh, sorry. Before we get into the story, was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we... Um. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I regretfully, I wish I could have done more, like more research on this. Yes, like, once I started reading, too. I wanted to read more and more and I just ran out of time. But it's just like, like I was saying, like I, and I really need to start reading more biographies. Like I want to read Ginger Rogers, like autobiography. Or Me too. Or actually, I kind of, that's a good, or a great idea. Uh, she's just like, I, fr- every time I watch these movies, it's like, I, I could I I guess that's I just want to how amazing is her dancing I can't get over can't. how amazing and she's such a good actress she's so she's perfect yes. Ginger Rogers is fucking perfect <laughs> and like she is she's she's just so cute and she's like she's beautiful she can sing she is actually funny and a fantastic actress she really is funny she's, she's got like great so likable like yes. like she's likable like she's not she's a She's a blonde, but not like intimidating. She's very likable. Like you just know, I don't know. It's like, again, she's just like, you're the girl in school is actually like pretty and nice to people. It's a weird combination Yeah. that you don't see every day. And then she's such an amazing dancer who can keep up with Fred Astaire. And she looks like she's truly enjoying herself. And with them together, I think it's because of like, you know, he's a smaller guy. And at this time I just get, she's like depression era thin. Okay. Yeah. Like she's so small, but like they work together as a dance couple, like physically, you can just tell they harmonize so beautifully and they're truly enjoying themselves. Um, like yeah. sometimes when you watch Gene Kelly stuff and him dancing, not that it's not amazing, but it's always very like, Oh, aggressively dancing. Fucking gorgeous. <laughs> There's know? something with, so elegant about you know, the way that they dance exactly. too. Like they just, and it's just effort. Like they make oh, it just God. so like, look like they're truly just like da 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 like floating on air and their the music ballroom was stuff, so good their ballroom oh. dancing in this movie makes me want to take lessons like take like it, true absolutely. but I like well, you I can don't go to just the Fred Astaire school of dancing you know that well I mean no I could look it <laughs> I might look into that one day but I need a good partner you know maybe one that lives in California <laughs> but, but I think no, that it would be so much fun to learn those sort of I want to learn like Hollywood ballroom like mm-hmm. I want to learn like Eleganza. Like I like I'll show up to class every day in like a full tails tuxedo and they'll be like, Really? This is a working session? I'm like, bitch, dress for the job you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, as somebody who did learn some classical dancing and like waltzing and stuff like that, I the, doing the waltz is fucking fun. Like yeah. spinning around and yeah, and you Feeling can feel your opulence like, outs. <laughs> it is it is. It is like it it is so much fun and um yeah, and you just like with the spinning and the turning and it's, I mean. it does feel very 
very elegant and it's it's super duper fun it's yeah. just really exhilarating and thrilling i mean i tell you fred and ginger like really they, they i mean i just love every movie they, they do together especially when they Everything. get the opportunity to do these kind of like beautiful ballroom kind of like you know yes. big set pieces like this is oh, so, so beautiful good. and um i i mean i just every, we're gonna have to do every single one of their movies like it's just yeah. it's you know just a matter of time um and also too this one was this one actually came out a year before follow the fleet so this That's was kind of yeah wow so, and it's kind of the same gang it's got everybody I mean, in it that yeah in. even lucille ball makes a little uh, appearance you know, oh yeah that's right she's in both of the movies yeah yep. i forgot that she so yeah she was an extra a non-speaking extra in this movie and then she mm-hmm. was a speaking part she had a speaking part in the, the um the follow the fleet follow and the then fleet, she yeah. also also betty grable was in follow the fleet too i forgot yeah well That's she wasn't right. in this movie but still um just it's fun all to, those like young rko darlings back in the day like so randall cute. scott was in like the main uh, so it was like the main three like hey. fred ginger and randall scott and then eventually mm-hmm. fred and ginger were able to shake randolph so <laughs> and also uh let's take a moment to talk about how handsome randolph scott is just as i mean Ooh. okay that is a oh natural handsome man panty dropper <laughs> like get out of here six foot two shoulders out to no, here I smile mean, that lights yes. up a ni- i mean get a girl like and of course he's right paired up against fred astaire who's like the stick man like tiny oh, little stick man and you're just against him and he's like just they're, a hulking they're, beast no but it's great i think they their friendship on camera works very naturally i like yes. that they're sort of this odd couple um it really works and they work well they're they work well off of each other and it's interesting because he he's somebody i was like why does he look so familiar he went on to do westerns for like 35 years oh really like yeah he's been he did that that's sort of where his before it like he was doing the RKO stuff and then he ended up transitioning into Westerns and he just kind of stuck there like John Wayne. And, um, but it totally makes sense. You're like, oh my God, you just got more handsome by dressing like a cowboy. cowboy. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Good Lord. Yeah. He was like, I mean, just, that's the kind of man that when you like grab his shoulder and you just like keep grabbing his shoulders and you're just like, these are really solid shoulders. And he's like, can you please stop touching me? And you're just like, no, I'm sorry. And you're like, good talk. (laughs) You're like, good talk. Keep keep up the good work. Yeah. Keep up the good work, buddy. (laughs) You know, and then you just eventually start touching his chest, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> like, what, what are these? What are these what pecs? Are this is just so big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, am I revealing too much about how I flirt with people? <laughs> yeah. No, well, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a little grabby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a pat down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> need a good pat down. It's fine. We'll get through this together. Know. Just tell everyone it's an American custom. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I've, I'm, I am American. Please leave me alone. Uh, anyway. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious. So, we can talk about the movie now. The, I can yeah. run through the storyline. So, Roberta, 1935. So, this film begins with the band leader Huck Haynes, um, played by Fred Astaire, and formal foot, former football star John Kent, played by Randolph Scott, arriving in Paris. Um, they are there with Huck's orchestra, the Wabash Indianians, um, who have a gig at a local nightclub. When the club owner realizes that they are not Indians, um, they are all only from Indiana. So he cancels their engagement. Also, I wanted to com- um, wanted to point out that the band is um what band is that that he's with? They're credited. Um Oh my god. Um I cannot remember the band. It's got the guy that's like they're the funny band that does all those comedic songs and stuff in the 30s and 40s. Like Spike Jones? 
Uh, not Spike Jones, but very, very similar. Um, I'm going to Google it right now. This is why you pull all your research beforehand. Um, Max Steiner. That's the goddamn name. Oh, okay. Max Steiner. So it's that's why you got the guy with the really deep voice and the high, like, vacillates between that high voice and the deep voice, you know, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm totally on board for him. Like, I think he's the best. <laughs> Oh, my God. Anywho. I do, too. I love those, like, weird, wacky bands and stuff yeah. from that time. And they did a lot. And, like, I loved in the beginning when they had they did the whole, like, where they put their hands together and, oh, it, yeah. and they made it look like an organ. Yeah. It I also really loved hilarious. when they did the, the song and he had the, when the dude had the little wig on. And yes. he's, like, doing oh the high fish, just, like, drag all numbers. Sticky. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. The 30s was all about those sort of, like, uh, um, sort of like novelty bands or something that would do mm-hmm. some sort of, like, comedy bits in there, too. Yeah. Because um, there's nothing better than a comedy troupe of 40 people. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, hey, guys got to eat. I yeah. mean, <laughs> yeah. think of all the people who are on the bread line. Exactly. You know? Book them in They'll the chuckle hut. <laughs> Book them in the yeah. chuckle hut this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Book them at Yuck Yucks. <laughs> so uh, their engagement gets tra- um, gets canceled. So um, as it turns out, John's aunt Minnie, played by Helen Wesley, is a world famous couturier named Roberta and has an atelier <laughs> in Paris. So John takes the whole gang over there so he can say hi to his auntie. While um, there, he meets Stephanie, played by Irene Dunn who is Minnie's design assistant and he immediately is smitten with her so John mentions mm-hmm. to Minnie that Stephanie and that um, his oh sorry he, so he mentions to Minnie and Stephanie that his friend's band needs help finding a gig so as it turns out Roberta's gown shop is being visited by the difficult client Tanka Sharwanka um, <laughs> <laughs> that name is never gonna be that name is never not gonna be funny like it's <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud <laughs> is hilarious <laughs> I think it lost on me the entire time I watched this movie. Tanka Sharwanka. So, Tanka Sharwanka is played by Ginger Rogers. Uh, She's an ex-Russian titled aristocrat who is also a nightclub singer. When she hears Huck's band performing um, in the courtyard, she agrees to meet with them. And then Huck comes up to meet Tanka, and it turns out that she's actually Lizzie Gatz, a gal from Huck, um, that Huck knows from back when he was young in Indiana. So Lizzie explains that she's putting on the Madame Tanka act in order to get work in Paris. So Huck agrees to keep her secret if she ensures that he gets the gig at her club. So shortly after Minnie, um, after their arrival, Aunt Minnie dies suddenly without leaving a will. So John ends up inheriting the fashion house, much to his own dismay. Uh, he knows that Stephanie would should be running the couture house since she has been acting as head designer before Aunt Millie died anyhow. So John persuades Stephanie to stay on as a business partner. So soon after the takeover of the house, women start flocking to see what a former football player plans to do with women's fashion. Um, one of those uh, one of those ladies is Sophie Teal, played by Claire Dodd, who is John's former girlfriend. She's interested in sparking things back up with John because you know has nothing to do with his windfall. It's just good timing. Um, now that she's in town, John must take her out, um, and she'll need a gown, of course. So she, she reviews the collection and is not happy with any of the gowns that she's seeing until Huck convinces Stephanie to show her a gown that John wanted to take it out of the line because he thought it was too vulgar. Oh, that dress was tits. I loved it. I, I love that dress. And I was like, whoa, easy there, prude. I'm like, that dress yeah. is gorgeous. You know? Um, Slut shaming she's like maybe we take it out but like how about you don't touch a damn thing let her walk around real good (laughs) um so (laughs) 
Stoph, uh, so Sophie instantly loves it and plans to wear it on their big her big date with John. So on the evening of the date, Sophie reveals which gown she's wearing, and John loses his mind. Um, they finally, so they finally have the blowout to end all blowouts, um, and they they end things for good. After she storms out, John gets good and sauced, and that's when Stephanie arrives <laughs> to the same restaurant dressed like royalty. Um, <laughs> Category is. Oh my God! I mean, oh, royalty realness. Headgear realness, darlings. It was. Oh, out. FYI, those were real jewels that cost six thousand dollars in depression money. I don't know no. what that would be in modern, but yeah, they they spared a no expense. Billion and a half. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she arrives at the same restaurant dressed like royalty, like I said, and she's on the arm of um ex prince Victor. Um, her sorry, an ex-Russian prince played by Victor Barconi. He's mm-hmm. also the doorman over at Roberta's, um, of a Roberta's place. So drunkenly, in front of everyone, John scolds Stephanie, um, for selling Sophie the gown that he hated, and responds by quitting. And she responds by quitting as head designer. Um, so apparently, there's this whole subplot that doesn't really get addressed about the Russian mm-hmm. royalty sort of ending up in Paris yeah. and like having to get jobs and stuff. It's a little murky at best. It's a little murky. I know this is like post like uh, Russian bol- Revolution, you know, bol- Bolshevik Russian yeah. Revolution, and all that kind of stuff. So you know, but this just reminds me of like every time you've ever taken a cab and you find out your cab driver used to be like a, a doctor. A doctor. You know, yeah. Where he was from. You know, he's like actually Basically. I have two medical degrees. <laughs> you know, you're like, that's what it made. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> Basically, um, he's like I'm a doorman, but really I'm a prince. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think it. Sure I think are. it would at the time of the movie it probably would have made sense. And by the way, this book yeah. this was based on a book too, by the oh. name by the name of it was based on a book called, uh, what was it? Do do do. Gallons oh my by God. Roberta. We need to read books. What <laughs> is wrong with us? <laughs> Look, I've I'm fully God. illiterate at this point. I've forgotten oh how to God. read. <laughs> Tell, I tell everyone that they're like, here, read if this article. Just put it all on Reddit and I just ex- just <laughs> pretend it's a subreddit. I'll probably read the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> there you go. Um, so uh, so she quits. Basically, she quits as head designer. So after the blow up, John goes missing, leaving Huck in charge of the fashion house. He's making up shit as he goes along, but uh, but they only have a I'm week. I'm feeling of- it. He loves pockets. Apparently. He wanted to put pockets in everything, Can't especially get- in evening wear. I remembered that. <laughs> Can't get enough of them pockets, girl. Have I you know, seen McGowan? Right? It's got pockets. <laughs> um, so he's making shit up as he goes along, but they only have a week until the big fashion show. Stephanie see, ends up swinging by and then sees what a terrible job he's doing and is convinced to come back and help Huck salvage things. So Huck, Lizzie, and Stephanie scheme to make the fashion show into a smash sensation. So the day of the fashion show comes and everyone has turned out to see what American footballer is proposing as high fashion. Uh, the show is made into a musical song and dance event provided by Huck and his orchestra, along with the fancy footwork of him and Lizzie. So Stephanie models the final gown while singing an operatic song. John shows up to see the show and is delighted to see Stephanie's back and involved with the fashions and realize that he's still sweet on her. This is when he overhears that Stephanie is leaving Paris with the ex-prince slash doorman. Uh, he assumes that they're getting married. After the show, he finds her to kind of... Um, 
shittily congratulate her on landing a princess ship. Uh, she informs him that the prince is actually her cousin, not her lover, and that she's been titled since birth. So this allows them to reunite as lovers themselves. Um, meanwhile, Lizzie accepts Huck's marriage of a proposal, even though he didn't really extend one, because, you know, romance. The end. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yep, exactly. I won't dance. Don't ask me. I won't dance. Oh don't God. ask me. Won't dance. I love that I song. I love that song. Lovely to look at is so good. Uh, it, my like, God. She, and the way she sings it is so good. Yes. I know. It's, it's she does do. In 30s, but yeah. It's so she pretty. is a. Yeah. She is an operatic warbler. But actually, she was one of the better warblers. Like, yeah. She wasn't so, um, you know, screechy, which no, some no, of them I can be. Like yeah, it's like you can understand what she's saying. Like some of yes. them are so warbly that it's like it's like opera, and you're like, okay. But no, she's really yeah, cool. Okay. Yes. I can see where she probably would have been really popular at the time. You know, like yes, a popular exactly. singer or whatever. But um, I, I wrote down <laughs> Ginger Ginger Rogers accent sounds like Allison Brie when she does Doya the Destroyer on Glow because <laughs> it's that bad. <laughs> it is so weird. I was like, are you trying to be French? Because you sound weirdly Russian. Well, she's po- supposed to be Polish, but and she doesn't do it. A- now I'm just like Zoya the Destroyer. <laughs> Take a share, Wanka. I have not seen Glow. Oh, my God. I've been too yes, busy you have with to. You know, old <laughs> movies. So, so there's, I know, I well, I have to. I just recently, I mean, I'm still not in the loop. I just recently found it and sort of binged the first season, and uh, it's amazing. But the, oh one of the God. lead characters is this girl, and her her um, alter her her wrestling character is like Russian, but she's mm-hmm. not. She's like a you know out of work actress in L. A. So she's just, but it's in the '80s, and she's totally right. doing the whole like you know. That like weird stand up I can't remember that guy's name, the Russian stand up comedian. She just kinda sounds oh, like Oh, oh my god. Um fucking uh Yakov Smirnov. Yes. She just pretty much <laughs> is like a Yakov Smirnov her way through the whole thing. And uh you know, like in Russia, blah blah blah. So when I was hearing it, so like, wait Russia. a minute, she sounds just like her. It's that like <laughs> shitty oh American trying to be Russian. <laughs> Basically. Oh, it's so my good god. though. Ginger, Hollywood. though, uh, <laughs> Ginger's like Tanka Sharwanka, though. She was oh so God. weird. That is what so a drag weird. name. <laughs> Tanka Sh- that should be my drag name, Tanka Sharwanka. But it should be spelled like like the word like the word tank. Like <laughs> there, there's, and and Wanka, like, the wanka. like Wanker. Tanker Tanker Sharwanker. <laughs> So good. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Oh, oh God. Lord, help me! Goodness oh, this gracious! This movie was really, really good, though. I mean, it was it's such a cute little like, movie. So um, cute, yeah. And it, we found it like it was hard to find. It wasn't available on Amazon, you know, because that's how we like to roll, lazy and mm-hmm. easy. But we had yeah. to. We had, it was on Daily Motion, and I, I, I don't really have. Obviously, I don't have very good ad pop-up black art blocker, so you can watch it for free. But there are ads that come up. 
at yes. shitty times. So yeah, if you can but it, at least it goes at least it goes back a few seconds. It does. It does, it does go back, so, which a few is seconds good because you don't. Um, yeah. And honestly, the ads were the weirdest part of it because I think I yeah. had one one time I watched it and they had ads for ammunition, which I was like, yeah. I don't know <laughs> what audience they're going after, but I'm a gay boy and I have nothing to do with ammunition. So. <laughs> That's a choice. <laughs> yes. I think I will pass, but thank you. Can you get back to the gowns? Skip. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, oh, it's really the great. There's actually quite a few like uh, RKO and Fred and Ginger movies on Daily Motion, and um, so it's pretty pretty great little resource that's free if you want to watch old movies. Um, that I personally it found it were a little bit more difficult to find yeah. for us. You know, it was great. Like, I mean, it was nice little. <laughs> if it's not on Amazon, we're like, oh wait, hold on, wait, what? YouTube, I know. right? And if we can't, we're like, yeah. I don't know what to do. Maybe we'll pick another movie. Can we pick yeah. another movie? <laughs> I think you can. You can definitely rent it on YouTube if you want to. Yes, I think it's yeah. only like three bucks, and I think it's on. Um, you can rent it on iTunes as well. But, oh, perfect! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I it's feel like in case you YouTube know. has everything now. Pretty can, much, yeah. I mean, if it's not free, you can rent it. So pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so did you have a like? What are your look highlights? Like, what are the high? Hmm. Like, what are the what are the big ones you need people to see and like that you love too much? Like, you can't even stand it. Well, I guess like my my favorite like top iconic look is that black dress. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's like it, it just, I just I fell in love Ginger's with it. Ginger's finale gown. Ginger's finale gown, and also uh, I really feel in the slutty one. I thought that was oh, really, I love really pretty the slutty too. One. And like it was on a girl who had a, a fuller figure, and I thought she looked oh lovely. God. So I was like she taking was notes because some of those bosomy. gowns when you got bigger boobies like are hard to wear, but I like how it had the band in the back. So mm-hmm. like you know again because that's you know the the person who likes to like as a person who makes clothes i'm like studying looking and i'm like mm, that's a good i don't know i and i had the way i love how it had that sexy v in the back like almost oh, down to yeah. a butt crack it was really cute i'm not gonna lie that was sexy as fuck and yeah. then um when lucille ball came out i almost forgot i was like who is this sizzling blonde who looks absolutely I mean, stunning oh my god it's lucille ball <laughs> it's just first of all that oh my god she's, cape, it's, she's though, like a silver fox for i think it, that, no, that was another one that cost like 25 grand or feathers. something like it's it was, all feathers oh. actually oh my it's, god um, well i can by looking uh, at it it looks like a what's called raya feathers which is actually a kind of i think is a um it's kind of an emu or something and it's got these really beautiful like um long they're like shorter they're they're i don't know like 10 inches long and they have mm-hmm. these really long kind of like floaty wisps on it so it's almost like a a, a different version of an ostrich plume but they can wow. do they do it like fringe like this and oh my god it's so gorgeous um uh yeah so it's beautiful beautiful stuff so yeah and then they Gosh. also use those um you might remember these um feathers kathleen from jubilee because oh in right the, yes. at the, in the finale they have that one that's kind of like this big tall one and it's all white yes and, it has and they're all white cascading feathers. kind yeah. of yeah it's they're not yeah they're gorgeous feathers oh my god they're absolutely gorgeous and they're really moment. hard to really hard to find now. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, well that's the thing i kept looking like the furs and the feathers even mm-hmm. the jewels like there's just so many wonderful little pieces that you just we we just can't have anymore like real fur and like even these feathers like so much of that stuff's completely endangered as it should be um but yeah i think i think those looks were pretty amazing and of course her opening look but the other one i really love um just because i thought was super clever and i'm looking at she's wearing it's the one where it's like um 
she has this coat that has buttons down the back, but it's open in the front. And it kind of looks like it's being held together with like this cowl neckline, but it's open in the front and reveals the dress. And then she's got oh. big fur cuffs and like, like almost like dark fur cuffs and a black hat. I love that. It's like super clever and just the way it's all kind of put together. It's, it's, it's so high fashion and so chic the way it's all draped together. I love that? it. Do you know what scene that was? Gosh, I can't, re- uh, I can't remember. I'm like looking at a still of it now. It's like, it's kind of like midway through the movie. Um, but it's, it's on one ginger, of the ones, right? It's, it's one of ginger's looks. Yeah. Oh, okay. And she's got like it, but it's like this, it looks like she's got like a big thick cowl neck and she's wearing a coat. And it's like split open on the in the front, but then there's buttons in the back. Oh my god, it's so cool! It's very Fantastic. and it's to me, it feels very much like a rollover of something from the 20s. It has a very like almost an Urte deco vibe with like the big heavy bands of like fur and everything like that. And I don't know, oh, okay. I just really love it. It's I not have the no bl- idea what is, color is it, it is. the is it the polka dot one or no? No, no, it's it's like solid colored. Oh okay. I, well, I'm I will keep an eye out for it. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll probably I'll I'll add to the picture to the Pinterest and stuff like that. But, Fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's just really amazing looks in here, and everybody so has great looks. Uh, Roberta, even like we talk about this, I love like when the older characters have opulent looks as well, and I loved how she had uh, like the dress that had almost like had like this big like scoop neckline that was like heavily embellished, but then it had like a little cowl inside, just like little. I don't know, little things that really look like amazing dressmaking and stuff that just you don't see anymore. Everything oh, was very yeah. well done. I actually really liked her character. She was really cute. I, I thought her character was really, you know, it was cool. She was like the really, I mean, wouldn't we all love to be Roberta? I mean, we, we could I mean, be so lucky to be like the amazing, uh, talented aunt who's also cool. Like, the, and know. you know, like we cool enough I to was, visit. I know. Wish I was related to Roberta. That way I can. It's like it's like anti mame level of fabulous when you can get there, you know. Which exactly. we can only hope. <laughs> what are your looks? What do you have? Any I faves? mean, so many looks. Um, first yes. of all, I gotta say my one of my favorite looks was. Um, I mean, clearly the white fur at the end that um, Irene Dunn wears. There's like this huge white fur, mm-hmm. right? It's like princess opulence, like, and she oh, walks down the stairs she, as she's singing. She had like, like she should not be just, underestimated. Her stuff was yeah. yeah fantastic oh my god there's also one that i actually because i've been scrolling through um pinterest just to try and refresh my memory of some of the looks but there's one that she wears the one that she wears when she first meets sophie like there's when she has that first interaction with sophie and she's wearing this dress it's like all form-fitting it's shiny as fuck it almost looks like patent yes! leather or rubber it's got bow. and oh my a god. big giant yes. bow but this thing the fabric i don't know what it is it must be some i don't sort of either like very stiff satin but it's so shiny it looks like she's in straight up latex and I'm like yes, kind of obsessed fetishy. with it. It is yes. very fetishy. Like, and I don't Dina know if Von it was called and she wants all that back. You know, I because... don't even know what color it is, but it looks like it's black on screen. And she looks like a fucking like she looks like one of those um one of those fetish drawings from the forward, like the early forties, where it's yes. like all fetish, but the hair and the makeup and everything was just normal like that. <laughs> but it's like she's wearing like a full body condom, and you're like, what is happening? It's with yeah. such an amazing look, and I'm like, that was that was killing it for me. Um, yep. And, then, and you can uh, tell, I mean, like, this shit was tailored. They were, again, depression era thin. Like, these ladies, yeah. they were so slim. And you could just tell, like, the shit was tailored 
so perfectly to their and bodies. So it was much tight. beautiful bias cut too. Yeah. Like all that, like all of like yep. her, ga- all the gowns were like bias cut pretty much to get that like form fit without Everyone. having to have a bunch of seams and stuff, which is amazing. Yep. Um, and then I really love the way that um, Irene Dunn's character came in when she sang, um, when she at first sang Smoke Gets in Your Eyes and she's wearing that mm-hmm. crown when she's in full royal fantasy. Yes. That beautiful. I mean, she's almost like a Grecian goddess because like, it's got that like drapey stuff kind of like across oh, yeah. the chest. Yeah. But she also comes in with that big old giant like fur collar. Oh, like it's yes. like, come on, get out of here. With that white, with this white cape and she's just crazy. And like Who all Who are fa- you? <laughs> I know. It's like, scram. I don't got time for whatever it is you are. But wait, don't don't go anywhere because I'm actually kind also, of on you board have my with cape. everything. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm confused and dazzled, okay? I'm confused and dazzled. <laughs> Like, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but I don't want you to go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And right, like, like, clearly, like, mm, maybe a Liberace inspiration? I don't know. I I don't know. know. Um, And then there was that um, that one from the uh, Sophie was checking out the line looks where it was, like, the Mm -hmm. whole stripe play one where the whole thing has, like, all that sheared stripe, like, the ruffly stripes up at the the neckline. I mean, that is straight up, like, that's, like, Adrian totally stole that and used that again on, like, he borrowed that look and did it exactly for, you know, I think he, in, like, there's a very similar one in Philadelphia Story, too, Mm -hmm. that has, like, this whole stripe, mitered stripes and, like, the skirt's, like, a hundred different mitered stripes and stuff. It looks amazing. That one is fantastic. There's just so much to look at. Like, the fashion show sequences are just, the. I mean, that last whole bit of, it's, like, a 20-minute long fashion sequence i'm mm-hmm. on board for it i want everything <laughs> in my wardrobe in boy you know sizes you know <laughs> right I, well i was gonna say I, I, the other thing i i think is also should like big shout out to is the hair like their hair oh. is really beautiful each girl has very specific and very carefully crafted coiffures oh, yeah. that are so 1930s it's like that really short um like bob like bobbed hair but then it's been very carefully curled, probably like early permanent style. And I love mm-hmm. how Irene Dunn's hair is like finger waved in the front, but then super curly in the back. It's like all these sculpted curls. It looks really, really pretty, but it also has almost like a, like a working girl vibe to it. Exactly. Cause she's like, it's sort of like it's smooth down in front so I can put my hat on, you know, but it's also exactly. still it's like very stylized. Yeah. It's definitely hat hair. Like you can tell it's like <laughs> sure. coiffures for hats mm-hmm. because it was funny. I was watching, um, you know, just blindly scrolling through Instagram or on <laughs> Facebook and you come across those videos that just start playing. And there is one from like Pathé from British Pathé. And they oh. have like this guy who's like, um, they've been putting like all of those on YouTube, which is kind of amazing. So it's just all these random nice. like news reels or like, mini documentaries and they'll just be uh-huh. like they're like hats for the season and hairstyles to go with the hats for the Whoa. season so they would show this like man of course this queen like totally doing his <laughs> okay well I'm sure there's some straight man back in the 40s who allegedly. was doing hair and hats but allegedly so there was this alleged man doing his some hair and he was like making them the perfect style for the hat so he was like <laughs> alleged man 
Sorry. You're like, I think he's a lady. But we'll just call him a man for the conversation. I mean, I call all I call all men ladies. So I'm like, hey girl, like, you know. She was showing the hair at the head. Yes. So she was showing the hair to the women. Like, this is what your hair should look like for this kind of hat. And this is what your hair should look like for that kind of hat. And so it's actually like really cool to think about that. I guess cool. all of the you know, you would go in, like you would go in and get your hair set and like done for the week and then you could be like okay i'm only gonna wear my hats my my hats that can fit with this it's not like i'm just yeah. gonna like cram a hat on my head you know well and so. let's face it hats were really expensive back then like people would have mm-hmm. only maybe owned uh two or three at the most if you were like maybe even like middle class or so and you would have kind of rotated them out with the season or you know got if you got a new one got the old older one go but like that was definitely you never left the house without a hat but they were also they would have a hat could have easily been the same cost as an, a whole outfit even though they wow. were not you know super opulent as they were like in the you know maybe 30 years before that but like even in mm-hmm. the 30s a hat was like i remember even watching there was some movie where somebody ordered a hat and it ended up being like, I think $40 or something. Oh, even then, even in, the in like 1930. Yeah. It was like, Oh, like, like a girl kind of like, she was trying to con a guy and like rang for a hat that she had wanted in a store and kind of got this old rich guy to buy it for, her. but like $40. Oh. Like, so that would have been at least like, imagine like if you were to buy a hat today, a it was like a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like yeah. we easily could spend that much on an outfit. So that, that's sort of the, that would have been the cost of something like that. But so why wouldn't you have crafted your hair around that? And I think that's where a lot of people kind of, when you're trying to like sort of play dress up or do the retro stuff, I think it's mm-hmm. really, um, it, this is this is something where you, you know, as a modern person, you may not think about this because you're like, well, I'm going to just do my hair in this style because I think it's cute. But then you don't realize that like, if you're going to be wearing a hat or something, it right. all that needs to kind of play together in order for it to look authentic or it will kind of look a little out of place or just kind of wrong or uneven or it'll be really hard mm-hmm. to wear the hat because your hair is done a certain way and it doesn't lay right so um yeah this i think this was such a great movie if i was somebody who did hair for like theater or um or even just like swing dancing or something like that like and you knew that that was something you like these looks would be doing this is such a great hair movie i think yes, in addition to I clothes it it's like a great movie for hair because you can really you get like a 360 of all their different hairstyles and stuff and I know for the most part we're here to talk about clothes, but I feel like a lot of times (laughs) we talk about the, that's right. And so it's really easy sometimes on these to like go off on like the hair or the jewelry or the furs or, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, makeup, like, I mean, like when we saw a date with Judy, I couldn't get over how beautiful their makeup was, you know? So it's just, but all these people who did all this that we, a lot of we don't even know their names. Know. Um, they all collaborated uh, together and worked their asses off to make very beautiful things, and that's what—that's why we—that's why we have to gag on the glamour, <laughs> gagging on the elegance, <laughs> on the elegance of it all. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, goodness gracious, so much! I can't wait I, to watch just... more of these movies. Like the I, and yeah. these are like these like the Fred and Ginger movies, and then these like RKO because this is such a little window of just beauty absolute yeah. like stylized beauty and i feel like again when we were watching like that kent warner documentary i feel like so many people who probably were coming of age in the 60s and 70s this is the kind of stuff that was in their memory this is the mm-hmm. stuff that they yeah. remember of the golden age of hollywood like this is it you know and yes. um fred and ginger i mean my god it's just it doesn't nice. get any better it really doesn't exactly 
I mean, I can't even. It's so funny. I believe that there's. I've I've seen another movie too that has sort of like a um, a similar storyline to this too. That Mm -hmm. has like a whole fashion house sort of like subplot. I want to say it's. I want to say it's called Irene, which is it might different. That that sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just um, which I'm I'm on board for any fat movie that has a fashion show or a um, costume parade or anything like that. Please, yeah. Any of them. So give me give me all of them. So (laughs) give me the Um, looks on a runway, just like a conveyor belt of looks. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Assault my senses and eyes with sequin (laughs) darlings. Yes. So can't get enough of that. So. For Let's real. See. Was there was there anything else that we needed to highlight before we move on from this wonderful film? Uh, gosh, I don't mm. know. I don't think so. I just I I really wish I could have. I I just want to look into this whole era more. Like this just definitely was like a Such gateway a movie, movie for me, and it was so good. And um, I'll definitely watch it again. I mean, the mm. looks are so inspiring, and yeah, I I. I uh, Black dress goals. That's all I'm gonna I say. Mean, Black yes. dress goals. Oh my god! And I want to ca- talk about too about um when Sophie com- wears that too because she puts this wonderful yes. like sequin case sequin and fur cape over it too, which mm-hmm. was actually made it even more beautiful too. So that the, and it was, I was like, a little salty about how slut shamed she was. I thought oh, she looked lovely. I thought she was fantastic. very elegant and she was like feeling herself. And it's yeah. like you know, well, I mean, she was a stone cold bitch. You want to be tits but, out? You be tits out, yeah. stone cold bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like straight up, like show to hoots, yeah. girl, you know. But I just the yeah, I'm not on board with with uh, Randolph Scott slut shaming on or like prudishness yeah. about gowns. I'm like, honey, it's a gown. Shut your mouth. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> you know, everyone's doing the best they can. <laughs> So, and then she's wearing like a nice mantle over it with like it's all sequins. It's got I, like black. Oh my like, god! Yeah, fucking black and fox fur. Like, I mean, it's fantastic. The accessories in this movie are out are bananas. Like yeah. they're so good. <laughs> There's even like the fact that like she's um like you said you know Ginger Rogers when she's wearing that dress she has this beautiful like brooch that's just placed like right on her to like right on her boobs like right at the center front mm-hmm. of her neckline and it's kind of like off center which uh-huh. I love that I love that it's like slightly askew and it kind of moves around when she's moving it's very um i don't know there's just something kind of carefree and light about even though she's wearing this you know black dress which the color black is sort of think of it being heavy but she just makes it so beautiful and light and it's uh such a complimentary outfit to fred astaire to what he's wearing it's Mm -hmm. just they're like they're like one when they dance and again fred astaire you know looks like this you know Who's this? Who's this little nerd on screen? I know. And then, right? as soon as he starts doing that freeform tap dancing, you're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> you're not human, you're like, <laughs> and you're amazing." Right. <laughs> but I've always loved Fred Astaire, even as a little kid. I remember having very early memories of watching movies with him in it, and I never, I guess, as a kid, like I never got a creep factor about him. Like I know you, you know, we've talked about like. I mentioned like Daddy Longlegs, where it's like he's with Leslie Caron, and he's like the older guy, and she's younger. Like I don't know, there's something right. about him that isn't too... in his older right. In he's his not younger a he's career, not a scumbag. Great, he's very like, yeah, yeah yeah. But he's, and I think he's that the older really... career thing was like yeah. something product of the product. Like he didn't have a choice Completely. in the matter, and nope. he even went on the record and said he's like, I'm not doing these anymore. I'm not going to be yeah. this silly old man running after a young woman. So it's just yeah, so it was it was good to see that even he understood what that was mm-hmm. implica- the implications of that. Where it's just like ugh, you know. Yep. So and I agree. Ag- 
they're them together. And also yeah. I do want to point out that um, Bernard Newman, it also designed for top hat, which has the most yes. famous gown that she wears. That's all With feathers. feathers. Yep. And she, oh, that was designed to her request, believe it or not. She, yes, cor- it was. she collaborated with him yes. and it's this gorgeous shade of blue to match her eyes. Cause that's what they did back then. And I mean, uh, yeah, as you, you know, I would do it too. If I had the money, you're like, but it's black and white. I don't care. You're like, Bitch, I don't I'm feeling care. it. I'm yeah. goddamn Ginger Rogers. I want it to dye my eyes to match yes. my eyes. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's oh a great goodness. one too because Fred Astero has had this like I guess because every time she would like they would break, he'd have feather like they'd have to defeather him. <laughs> Oh, the, well, the feathers whole, would stick to his suit. There's a whole story about that, actually. The whole story about that <laughs> gown, which I'll save for that episode. But there's a whole story about that gown and, like, the feathers and all of this. But he would, she would apparently wear feathers after, like, I think after she learned that he, I think she had, like, a gown or something that had, like, a few feathers at the neck and he hated them. Uh-huh. So she's just like, yeah, I'm going to wear feathers all the time. <laughs> like, she's uh, just a <laughs> Well, that be, and then that became, like, her nickname. Yeah. She's, like, <laughs> Feathers Rogers. It's called Feathers Rogers. <laughs> A costumer's nightmare. <laughs> I oh, not me. I love. Heather's I know. I'm girl. not mad at that. Whatever. I'll I'm make just it work. Like how many how many pounds of feathers do you want on this scale? You know what? My thing is like if you're happy, I'm happy. Trust mm-hmm. me. Like if you yes. if they're happy and they're and they're a costume a costumer's happy. That's yeah. that's all you can that's all you can hope exactly. for really. Yes. <laughs> that's your job. You don't understand. <laughs> do you know how many t- conversations I've had with clients or like people that I'm working with where I'm just like, so did you want to buy 15 boas? Because we could do something with that. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's buy. Let's buy 15 10 ply boas. I don't care. I'll wait. I'll wait. It's all right. Just think about it. $300 a piece. I don't care. Let's do it. (laughs) What's your budget? No, really. And and how much of that did you want to go for feathers? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, well, is I would there love anything? it if somebody had like a thousand dollar budget and then they just came to you with like a bolt of like, like nude mesh. And they're like, here, <laughs> the rest is for feathers. <laughs> Go. <Yes>. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that is my dream job. Um, goodness. Uh, well, this was so fun. This was fun. I can't. And yes, I mean, what a great pick for fashion week. It's mm-hmm. actually this is kind of a rough year for us because Aww. there's like, uh, well, just in general with the timeline, if any, you know, being in the industry, like uh, Chinese New Year is happening and kind oh, of like God, yes. uh, combine that with uh, Fashion Week. So this is actually quite a busy time for a lot of us working mm-hmm. some very long hours in our industry. Yes. So um, this was a lovely break of glamour and I am so, so glad we got to do this. And exactly. it actually helped remind me of what we're doing and why this is all what what's this is all for beauty darling exactly. absolute beauty opulence so, opulence uh, so. encrusted With- in diamonds exactly <laughs> satin as far as the eye can see so <laughs> with that, I'd like to thank you all for listening to yes. the podcast. Keep in touch over on social meds. You hit us up over on old Hollywood realness on Instagram and Facebook. OHR podcast on Twitter. Please join the um, pod, the Facebook group. OHR podcast darlings. And hey, hey. Um, because there's so much conversation going on over there, people are like posting pics and um links and stuff to things that are happening in their area too so it's a great time to oh, actually that's like so awesome. interact
interact with other people that are um you know our movie old movie fans which is fantastic um and we're gonna be i'm gonna be posting more over there too about when the when the movies are announced as well for next okay. week's movie or for next episode's movies too so stay stay in touch with that just request it and i'll let you in it's easy peas uh, thank you for, to Hal Lublin for his um, vocal talents at the top of the podcast. Yes. Don't thank forget you. to rate, review, and subscribe over on iTunes. That really helps us out with the visibility and having other people find it, which is fantastic. Um, and uh, outside of that, thank you for listening to OHR. <laughs> Bye. Test, test, beep, boop. Test, test, beep, boop. Boop, boop, beep, boop. <laughs>